Wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down Wake and bake, America. What's going on, guys? What's growing on, Scotty? Ready to do this? Yes, I am. Yes, I am, dude. How how you doing this morning, dude? Bright and I'm early. Doing good. I'm on point. I'm on point today. We'll have the video show up in time for you guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> My bad. And um, yeah, man. Let's get into Wake and Bake five oh six here. Yes. And uh, see, we got we got growing on. I was pumping up before the show. Scotty's making fun of my music because I listened to uh, like this chick. Her name's Mo, M-O. And uh, it's like, he's like, dude, what'd you say? That's seriously bad music. I, I just can't believe that's the music you're listening to. And then I realized it was a chick and then he told me she was really good looking and then it all started making sense. But I am finding in my uh, musical experimentation on that when you watch videos, it pulls you in. It's just like the same thing. Like I like almost all. All the music I've heard throughout the past eight mountain bike snowboarding videos I've sure. seen, right? Okay, I understand. Like the association going on, yeah. Association. I mean, this chick's she's good looking. She's a great dancer, and her videos are rather creative. So that makes like if I just heard that song on the radio, totally would skip it. Sure. So it's like Wu Tang makes me think of being at the club, man. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Though. I get it. When you have the visual association, it works. So try it out, guys. Here's a bunch of good shit over there on YouTube. Anyway. Um, to who's executive producer today? Who you got? <laughs> come on, man. I got Moby Dill. Let's give it up yeah. to Moby Dill. Yeah, come on. He's so OG, I know him. man. It was nice that he got you in last week. Hang on, take over, man. I can hardly talk. Yeah, I was over there. If you guys didn't see on YouTube.com, um, YouTube.com. <laughs> Dude grows on YouTube. They have YouTube on computers now, man. <laughs> as I threw up the uh, the Moby Dill, um, I visited the facility for the grow off. And yes, then as sir. well as we're going to be going back down there, it's nice to have access to a facility that will let us come in and film. And, you know, we just updated all our AV equipment and just getting things, you know, getting good content for the listeners sure. being where we're at here in D Town. But that's a high-end grow to be able to go into as well. It's nice to go see all these different grows. There's so many different people doing it on all, all sorts of different levels. And to be able to have those guys that just want to control everything and are really competing, you know, those guys are trying to be the best of the best and in Denver, which is, uh, you know, it's pretty bold, man. So I, I really like to be able to get in their facility, see what they're doing, see that strain selection. Um, and man, just to see what they're doing with the, a controlled environment, you know, hey, how many PPFD running, man? Yes. Get my motivation up for the, uh, as well. Moby Dill being the youngster he is, um, his story of just going at life here, coming out here to be a grower and coming from prohibition land and making shit happen is really cool. So executive producer 506. Love it. I love it, man. Do you? So we got, uh, wait to grow, man. Let's do a shout out right before we get into what's growing on here. Absolutely. If you don't know, way to grow. So that's all I got. You're ready to go. Just <laughs> no, man. Way to grow is, I mean, they've got great prices. They are the, they are where they are being the leader in Colorado because they deserve it, man. They, they, they grew that by offering a good selection, uh, you know, pretty much anything you want. They'll either have it or they'll get it for you. And the prices are legit. And, uh, it's not a big rotating, uh, 
circus there. The, the employees there or the, uh, the guys that are working there have stayed working there for years, man. I just, the seen, team. Yeah. I just seen Rick and I, <laughs> I seen Cody and, uh, man, it's, it's nice to run into all those guys, Chris, they're, they've been there for years and years and years, man. So it's cool to, uh, you know, kind of have people that you can bounce things off of that haven't, it, they're not just going to fall for the latest gimmick. They're not just there to push the latest gimmick in front of you. They're, they're there to, to you know, establish long-term relationships. I think it's pretty cool. Yes, sir. And if you're a Colorado grower, they got the hottest deal on recharge, man. It's almost too hot. Scotty's slightly bothered by it. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. So go check it out, man. Recharge over at Way to Grow amongst um, all the other. The one thing that they haven't shrinked on there, which I guess is hard for a store to do, is there's so many freaking nutrients, man. I was at the store, central store the other day. Sure. Um, and it's because as a grow store, it's, you know, you want to carry some different selection, but then you also try to carry what your growers are using. Unfortunately, not all growers use the same line, but I was just sitting there walking down aisle after aisle of bottled newts. I'm like, Jesus, there is a lot of repetition here, man. A lot. It's Other than the branding really and the artwork. Yeah. It's like people don't really understand what they're buying. So they're able to buy all different combinations of, of the same thing with different labels on it, I think. Yeah, I think it should be, I don't know, some some stores do it, simplify it out a little where, uh, look, you got to pick from these four, okay? So. <laughs> yeah, but think about what you lose then. Is that really your job as a grow store to tell people what, what to grow with? It's kind of your yes. job is to... <laughs> And when I was there, yeah, I mean, for me, yeah, right. like I tell you, I, I can tell you how to succeed, try and help you with what you're doing. But once I get frustrated enough, it's like, this is, this is how you should do it. Yeah. But if somebody shows up with, uh, I'm trying to think of something really obscure, obscure rather, you know, uh, you know, a grow more powders uh, uh, regimen where he's like, oh, I just use these, you know, or, you know, some, some kind of, you know, just a, a regimen that he uses. I'm trying to think of what's heavy 16, something that everybody doesn't carry. It's like, dude, I just use this. My friend taught me how to do it. This is what I do. I don't care what it costs. I'm, you know, Brian doing connoisseur stuff, hook me up with the bottles. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that as well. Anyways, let's round that out with check it out, guys. Way to grow all the pricing online, way to grow.net. Go give them a go. Yes. Right, so uh, what's growing on here, man? What is growing on? We have uh, oh, we carried over the story. I didn't need a minute to listen to it. So Joe Rogan, um, if you listen to our show, you know, that's a show I try to catch on and off. Not nearly, you know, enough of them. I catch maybe one out of every four. Or so, right. Uh, it's got a long ass podcast. It's like usually two and a half, three hours long. <laughs> do you remember that's when we first started podcasting? I was like, I think we got to do it. I think podcasts are like three hours, man. You know, Joe Rogan is <laughs> like three no hours. Way, no, man. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely by the end of those three hour shows. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, man. That man's in shape. But he was talking about, he did something with uh, Ari, another comedian or two, you know, uh, not a competition, but as you say, a cooperation on not having any cannabis or uh, I believe, I believe they cut out alcohol as well. But this discussion was about cannabis. You know, Joe's an avid smoker. And what was it for, a, it for a month? They did this. It was like sober October. I thought I saw their hashtags yep. over on Instagram and all that. Everything's going to shit on November 1st. <laughs> 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 so what happened, man? So what, what's the, what's the it's results? Just the things you, I think you'd expect as a cannabis user, you know, he was like, look, you know, some of the things I notice, because at first he's trying to prove, look, I'm not dependent on it. You know, it's, you know, I don't need cannabis right. and in this discussion. He's like, shit, I think I need cannabis. I don't need a car either. But the first time it snows and I have to go to the store, it sure is nice to have a car, man. You know, certain things I'm not dependent on, but sure fucking make my life a little bit nicer, a lot nicer. Yes. He's, you know, the basic things he's like, you know, not uh, without cannabis, I see myself being more tense, 
you know, less kind. Right. Um, you know, not like he's just angry and pissed, but not as compassionate. Yeah. I thought um, that's, that's what I heard, man, was that he was kind of saying that, uh, yeah, the, the compassion and the, just, uh, the humbleness of, of all that he has in this world, uh, for me as well. I mean, I just feel so lucky. You know, I look, I look at my wife or I look at my family or the, or the house that I live in or, you know, the friends that I have. And I'm just like, man, I am so lucky, man. I am so, this is amazing. You know? And I, a lot of times I'll be, you know, I will be stoned when I'm thinking those thoughts. Yeah. I guess humbleness is like just being appreciative, right. For what you have and I things. So. And if you're, yeah, I think yeah, so. maybe he lost some of that. Cause in that interview, he's talking about how they're on a yoga, a yoga challenge too. And he's like, I'm not telling you guys where we go do it. I don't want you freak showing up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so that's not very humble. Anyway, that probably just comes um, with having 7 million yeah. fans, you know, when are you going to try it, dude? When are you going to go without um, yeah, I don't know that I'm seeing a reason to, I really enjoy cannabis. I think it's good for my health. I think it's good for my mental health as well. I don't know. What about, that's what I was going to call. What have you ever thought about trying? Cause you yourself say that you're horrible with your memory. My not memory intentionally. is horrible. What? My memory yeah. is absolutely horrible. So it. what would you just thought just to see if it, how it would affect if you became sharper in the memory area, you know, give it a go. Um, yeah, I guess not so. worth it. Not I, worth it. I don't think that's a good trade-off, man. I have to remember every, all, all the minutia of life and every little detail, um, instead of just being happy all the time. Maybe the reason I'm happy all the time is because I don't, you know, think and, and sulk over every detail of every, everything that ever happened. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bliss. Ignorance is bliss, sir. I mean, I don't, at times traveling mainly like if I'm going to like I've gone to other countries with the family sure. or even by myself you know I'm not going to f around with trying to bring some cannabis in typically to any other country um and you know you, you can go I don't get bothered I you know I might even say I lean on other things sometimes well yeah, I can still go have a pint totally different thing Dude, I get different. bothered man if you know if I was like in the Middle East I'd be trying to score like like hash in Lebanon or something like that. Dude, hey, you no. got any man you got any you know. Never traveling there, apparently. <laughs> uh, although I'd say I do like it's a good, yeah, good example. I've always wanted to go to Dubai. My friends have an apartment there and they're like, it's a really cool city, except, yeah, they will cut your freaking feet off. Yeah. You get caught with it. You know where I've never, particle. ever, ever considered going in my life is Dubai. And for only the reason <laughs> that I can't smoke weed there, man. Well, uh, I don't think that's the good thing with cannabis, as you all know, listening. Um, it's not one of those things that, you, you know, a lot of times people are going to giving up things because they're bad for you or you're trying to make a change. And cannabis can be bad for some people. I mean, if you already have tendencies in your brain, you're wired different or something doesn't work with your endoid cannabinoid system. I love how um, he says that. Endocannabinoid <laughs> system. It's getting anyway, worse. The... Um, I can picture that, but most situations, people don't have good reason to quit smoking cannabis. It's not like, dude, just got to get my life to other unless you got fucked in prohibition land, right? Unless you got, you're the unfortunate person, you got pulled over, then you got possession of a quarter or an eighth, and then you had uh, mandatory drug testing and you slipped That's up on that because right, you wanted brother. to smoke a little. Preach. And now you got a probation officer and all that bullshit. I can like, see some people like... Just screw it. I'm not doing it because it's illegal. Yeah, you know, weed fucked up my life. How did it fuck up your life? Well, I violated my probation from a DUI with the weed. No, that's a shitty law fucked up your life. You know yes. what I mean? Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, anyway, Joe, uh, Rogan there, sir, you are, I believe, going to be smoking tomorrow. Didn't he say he was scared? News. I heard he goes, I'm scared to fucking see what happens. After a month of not smoking, I would be scared to smoke some of this dank and see what the fuck happened, man. 
he said his dreaming was, I don't know if you, uh, we've covered it before on the show. I, I don't see a discern, a huge difference, um, with much of anything I do, whether I, you know, party and going to bed drunk sure. during the week, whatever, been super high going to bed. My dreaming seems to have its own, you know, own deal yourself. Does, do you think, Canada, do you dream much? I barely dream anymore. Every now and again, oh, I'll no. have, have a weird dream, but yeah, I think it really does suppress dreams. You dream. You just don't, don't remember. remember. You don't there remember you your go. dreams. Got it. Got it. Mm. Makes sense. I uh, I remember most of my dreams. I just wish I could have dream awareness. So, the, so. what I mean, <laughs> get some lucidity going on. But so the trade off is okay. You know, my my memories are uh, worse than than it normally would be. Um, my dreams. I don't remember my dreams. Okay, but that's you know that's not those aren't things where I'm like, oh, I wish I remembered my dreams. My life would be so much better if I could just remember my dreams. You know, my life would be better if I could walk around being happy all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Smiling all day, and that's that's uh. You know, that's one of the benefits of cannabis. I'm not saying it's a magic cure, but it sure does help. It sure does compliment walking around with a big fat smile on your face. Well, we'll, we'll leave this dreaming talk. I'll tell you really quick this morning. Cause I have some dreams and I, I, I wake up sometimes real early to help my, my wife and kid sure. or, you know, six, six, whatever. I, this is after I go on back to bed when the show's released. Right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, the, um, and then go back to sleep later for a quick, you know, hour, 45 minutes. I had a dream. I was in an elevator going down an elevator and I hit like I hit one, but I got on the elevator. I was on floor one. And when I hit one, it kept going down for like 20 minutes. I'm like, where the F are we going? Right. Open this door up and there's gonna be zombies or some shit. <laughs> so then I hit the button to go back up and this won't take too long. Elevator doesn't go back up. It kind of stays stuck. And then finally goes back up and opens into this nice cafe thing, open area in a big building in a downtown area. It was Chicago, actually. I don't know why I know that, but it was Chicago. Okay. And uh, some dude comes up to my shit because I'm traveling. I have three bags. One guy grabs my laptop. I turn around and he walks out in this atrium area. I go, dude, give it back. Like he had his back turned to me. And then I turn around. Some like 65 year old woman's taking my other bag. What? And I start to run after her and she can run like a marathon, like a sprinter. I'm like running as, you know, it's like when you're, when you're fighting in your dream and you're hitting as hard as you can and it does nothing. <laughs> I'm running after this woman and she is Mach four. Nice. And then she hands my bag to somebody getting out of a car and then they deck her. And then I woke up really weird shit. Anyway. Yeah, man. Like that. It's like a video. I do like All that. Right. All right, so moving on, man. We went to the Cantagrow Expo and uh, Saturday this weekend. I thought it was pretty cool, man. I had a good time. It's, yeah. not, it's more, I'm almost going to call Wouldn't you call that a smaller expo? I think I'm going to call it a smaller expo. Yeah, it's a smaller expo, yeah. I mean, the ticket prices are expensive. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, think about it. What are you trying to do if you're trying to sell product? Is, is get through the looky-loos. You know, people are like, hey, there's cannabis grow. It's about weed. You want to go? It's only $5 to get in. And, yep, yes, what are you, you know, like, what was the. Yeah, because uh, these tickets were about 100 30 for the cheapest for one day expo only i believe well i'm trying to think like the max yield show god love them and but max yield is about you get a whole bunch of people that go over there and get samples you know and it's just people lined up and it's a big crazy spectacle and it's like yeah can it grow or i'm sorry not can it grow but uh um geez what the hell did i just say man total brain fart man uh, a maximum the Canagro, max yield versus Canagro yeah, people yeah. getting samples and whatnot. Yeah, yeah max yield. It's just too a, much weed. It's just a big sample fest, man, is, is all it is, you know? So um, to go to like something like the Canagro and actually, you know, have people that know what they're talking about and shake hands and uh, get some real information. It was, it was pretty cool. 
Yeah, I agree. I liked uh, the uh, – I mean, there's some inter- – you've got some cards in front of you. You tell me who you saw, and I'll talk about some of the peeps we saw. What, do we start with the best or the worst? <laughs> no, I'll give one of the best for me would be uh, seeing uh, Mr. Soul there hanging out. That was a good time at his booth. hung out there for a bit. That's just – you know, he's, he's got cool. a good vibe. He's a good person to hang around. He really is, man. He really is. He explained the green fingernails, by the way, man. I think – should we get him on to explain him himself or what? Probably. <laughs> we, we will not be able to do it as good as he, as he could do it, but it, it was, there's very good reasoning. It was awesome. Um, he is cool as behind that. Man. He, so. he is really cool. He was hanging out with uh, Nerds Genetics, who I, I met, man. The and really for those who really don't know, guys. Mr. Soul's Grim Brothers Genetics, uh, right? Brothers, brothers Grim brothers, or Grim Brothers? Brothers Grim, sir. Brothers Grim. Thank you. Could, Thank could, you. Could, <laughs> Yeah, man. So anyway, it was uh, Brothers Grimm and uh, and Nerds Genetics were hanging out in the booth. So I, I met those guys, both real nice folks. And uh, man, so I met a, uh, a Biotanics. Is that how you say this, Guru? Biotactics. Biotactics. I'm sorry. Okay, so this is a, a beneficial predator guy that was there. Uh, his name's Andrew, and he is a... Uh, a really cool guy to know as far as for a different, he, he had all sorts of different bugs for different, uh, not only different pests, but different uh, environmental conditions. So uh, lower humidity, he would recommend a certain pre- uh, pest. He would, you know, maybe he'd put two together uh, for a medium and high humidity. Uh, he would, he would recommend different pests, uh, not pests, rather predators. And so it was really neat, man. He really understood what I'm looking at. Some of the oxidantalis, and the uh, persimilis. I, I know I've used persimilis before for spider mites, but uh, they didn't work alone. And he's like, yeah, no, they only work in the, in this situation, man. With a get- cool screen set up too. They had a big, uh, big flat screen right. with like, you know, bugs going on it and predators and beneficials and things going on. And for a while I was just like thinking, well, yeah, they just had a recording, you know, and it was just looping. And he looks, he leans over at it. He's like, hey guys, what's on the screen now? I look over at him and he's adjusting a leaf in a, under a big microscope. I'm like, oh shit, this is live action, man. Right. Like that was exciting. I, I dug watching that go on just seeing. And then I told him to stay away from me because he had his hand up in there. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, don't worry. I, I have predators all over me. I was so worried. He was going to give me spider mites, man. I shook his hand at the end and I was like, do I have spider mites now? And he no, was like, no. oh, it's cool. I'm just covered in predators. <laughs> Daily routine is a pro, pro, clone of, of predators. So, But anyway, uh, biotactics, you know, so uh, a biological uh, a predator company. I'd love to get them on the show. I'd love to get Andrew on the show. Teach us a little bit about how to order these predators correctly. I think what the idea is, uh, and a lot of these commercial facilities, they just keep constantly keep uh, adding them. So they're just, you know, the best uh, defense is a good offense. So they're just constantly adding predators at a, a small maintenance dose to where it's not that expensive. And there's just, even if uh, uh spider, that's mites- not true though, man, I'm not going to let you say that fully because a maintenance dose, I mean, not that expensive if you just have access to them, I guess, but these things are very, you know, you get them shipped, they get a guy to get them shipped quick and you use them right away for viability. Sure. So depending on the size of your garden, I will say you are correct. Okay. I yeah. Mean, no, growers, I- it makes sense. Smaller growers, cabinet growers, four by four tent growers. It right. can be pretty, it Agreed. can be pretty costly. Agreed. Yeah, I, I had, had uh, commercial facilities in my mind is what I was thinking. Right on. Anyway, yeah, so cool stuff. Over- What's up? Oh, I was just going to hassle you and say, do you remember what you're talking about? Yes. Yes, I do, <laughs> sir. Yes, I do. But uh, you know what, man? I saw a couple of other interesting things there. Have you ever seen the Cure Cork before? 
I have. I didn't. You guys, I must have not been with you guys. When this is the thing that automatically burps and shit. It's an or, automatic burper. Yeah, it was actually really cool. The guy he said he said there was one around a couple of years ago. I was talking to the guy's name's Ed. I, I kind of emailed him a couple months ago. Like, dude, this thing looks cool. I think uh, I think people might be able to use an automatic burper. And it's basically like what a little four. You cut a little four inch hole in your in whatever in your lid, and you know I guess you can use the lid of a mason jar, a lid of a a big you know Tupperware lid or whatever you know, Tupperware tub, but you cut this thing in and it basically just, it, it induces, I guess it pushes air in. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it has, it has like an active air exchange where it pushes air in and, and then it just circulates the air in your, uh, in, in your tub, you know, for curing. So basically it just exchanges the air and it was really interesting. And it was like something like, instead of having to burp your, your uh, jars twice a day, or even a, you know, a big Tupperware tub twice a day, man, you just get one of these and you program it. Seems fucking cool. No. I'd, I'd, I'd have, I mean, for me burping in a, in a, in a pinch, in a pinch, it's cool. This I don't know. I kind of like it, man. I, I mean, it I seemed like it was wrong. The reason like, I like burping the, does it have a fan too? I'm assuming. Yeah, it has this fan that jams air. I believe it's jamming air in, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's okay. I see air it in. right here. They have one that fits right on top of your ball jar, like yep. your bigger ball. You don't need It'll, to make any. But it, um, I mean, you can also cut it into a you know, like a, a big Tupperware container or something like that. You know, a rubber a rubber made container, I should say. You know, one of these big. He had them in. You know, you probably fit two or three pounds in one of these big, you know, containers, and you put one of these things on there. It's pretty cool. I'd give it a, I'd give it a, a, a chance there. It is, it makes sense. If it has a fan, it says it monitors your temperature and humidity. And then it automatically, I would, I would give it to try, but when you're doing, depending on amounts, you'd have to make like a specialty container, like you said. So like if you're, you know, drying or curing five pounds or three pounds and you're not dealing with mason jars, right? I wonder, you'd probably just scale up and put like two or three of these per container. But only time I see though, cause I'm always, you know, I want to have my hands on. Um, being on vacation for sure. Sometimes I, luckily I have neighbors that I like, trust enough. Hey, will you come burp my weed, man? We'll be gone a while. Come on. That's but, an anomaly, man. Most people don't have neighbors that'll come burp your weed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. So that's definitely cautious. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to see who else you see there. Um, man, who, okay. I saw something kind of interesting. This guy had a, had a good display, man. It was a greenhouse that looked like it was made out of bubble wrap. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, when I went and looked at it, it was called solar wrap and it was basically, it looked like bubble wrap with the big giant, you know, like the large bubbles. Um, but it was made out of like really thick plastic and it had like an R rating, like an, in an insulation value of like 1.4, 1. 1. you know, one and a half, somewhere around there, but it had a little bit of an insulation value, man. And so, you know, I was t- trying to look at doing a greenhouse with a double, you know, maybe double wrap poly and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, you have to have a fan running to keep that going and all that. So I thought this was kind of a cool way to trap some air and warm some air up and, and get some insulation. So I might have to try this, man. It's called solar wrap. The guy was, yeah, really nice cause guy. I didn't really like the other option that you were talking about. So trying to keep greenhouses warm with a double layer, but you were relying on a fan consistently running to keep that double layer, you know, the void between the two layers of poly or whatever right. you're using. Right. Need electricity. So, no, that is cool. Kind of integrates it in. It still isn't going to do, I mean, I don't, I forgot the R rating on it. Um, but the R rating you need, depending, like if you're going to try and do it here, like you want to do an outdoor greenhouse, 
just going to be just disappointing depending on what your heat situation is in January, you know, and early March and shit. Right. So you got to grow those Arctic Indicas, bro. Uh, I mean, but what, what would it take? I wonder if there's some insulative value in this thing. If you couldn't put a heater in there and not go broke now heating this thing, he was like, oh yeah, you put a small heater in there and you'll, you're all right because it's, you know, you have some insulation value. He said, right. He mentioned before you even opened your mouth, the rocket stoves. So those things must be getting pretty, uh, pretty interesting. He's like a couple rocket stoves. You'd probably be good. Couple of them. <laughs> nice. Yes. A couple of them, but, um, no, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. I was, uh, what, stuff. what is it? The one booth dude, the led booth we saw, oh this is like, God, dude. Uh, bl- Blew my mind. Were we going to cover those guys a little bit? Sure, man. We just walked over and there was this Chinese lighting booth from the LED. Do you want to play the video? What? A bunch of numbers and then LTD, like, was their company name. I kind of feel like a dick playing the video. I was like, guru, I'm going to go over there and talk to the Chinese lighting people. And then I just walked over there and they're like, yes, lights. Be our email, email, and they just wanted to take our email. Like they, they didn't speak like five words of English. And the lights we're talking about was these were lights that were they're just like whatever UFOs ridiculous stuff. Yeah, yeah, like worse than the old ninety stuff. watt UFO little screw in ones, like LEDs that'll screw into your conventional light socket and shit like that. Yeah, like we're in the universe. It was just, I wouldn't say it was sad to see it. It's a gross show, but how could you be at a gross show with like technology that's ancient and you don't even speak the language of the people there other than what email and lights. Those are the two words. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. It is sad to see wasted time and energy and money. And I don't know. You invited them out to smoke though. That one time we walked by them. You did did the international sign for token of J. Yeah. Yeah. What pucker in your lips and putting your fingers up to it a couple of (laughs) times. I've done that before and got burnt before man where uh people were like uh, i was like come on man let's go party let's go party and they were like all right let's do it man and i found out chinese people like to party yes who else do we see <laughs> who else did we see there you're like too many people just keep <laughs> multiplying um jinx proof genetics shout out to jinx proof genetics as well as i'm just walking through my head seeds here now what's up guys yep i'm um, there hanging people. out there um we saw uh, uh what am i trying to think who else did we see i know who i saw man i saw lambert Jim. pete man i was hitting up lambert pete i learned actually from richard richard right yep yep absolutely the, um yeah, i was learning about their mix they got a mix with the 20 percent cocoa because I, I was like, do you have cocoa in any of your mixes? And then also their uh, organic mix. So we might actually be getting our hands on some bales of that for the grow off. Not positive yet, but shout out to Lambert Pete hanging out at the Canna Grow. Yeah, it was legit. They had a lot of different blends that they offer. They're a, they're a legit company, man. Very much so. Hey, what I, were you going to say? I was going to say Jared from Quest was there. Quest Dehumidification. I ran into him and I brought up uh, what the DGC had said about the uh, controller, the humidity controller, uh, needing a specific daytime and nighttime uh, temperature ranges. And he was like, yo, we're on it, man. And he goes, you know, we're, we're definitely working on that. We hear you. So they're going to have one built in. Yep. Yep. He goes, I know my controller's lacking a little bit. You know, he goes, you know, the dehumidifier is fucking amazing, but um, we're not a controller company. So he's like, you know, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. So that being said, you want your humidity during lights on, Mm -hmm. you know, your humidity, you're going to have it at varying levels, depending where, let's say I want my humidity at 65% right now with my lights on. And then when my lights go off. You want, want to be, have my, two set. You want to have two set points. You want to be able to set your humidity for when the lights are on, and you want to be able to set your humidity for when the lights are off. Right now, because obviously you want humidity. lower when the lights are off. Yes. 
I mean, as okay, low. It just, it's, it's, it, it's, it's just the variation. You just don't want it to vary. You don't want it to move that much, man. Yeah, no, I was just trying to think of the other controllers that are currently out there. If any of them apply, uh, Photostat wouldn't work because, you know, we're not trying just to shut it off or on. Right. You know, we're trying to get it to, to work when the lights are off at a different set point. Right. Gotcha. Is there too low when the lights are off, you think? Think you can go too low? I bet you. Yeah. Oh, no. no. Yeah, you can definitely oh, go yeah, too low. Yeah. The whole lights thing off, is just though. if you're doing, if you're trying to follow the VPD chart, that's just for when the plants are actively photosynthesizing, mm-hmm. which is going to be during the day. Right. And at nighttime, they're doing the secondary part of photosynthesis where they don't, the the humidity around the leaves doesn't need to be as high as it does. So VPD is only really applicable during the day. At night, you can drop your humidities to not... I mean, if you had 5% humidity at night, whatever, right? I'm, I'm more, not doing I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't want to get it under 30. And I'm more worried about uh, powdery mildew. When you change your humidity, big swings in, in humidity allow for powdery mildew to come on in. That's really what I'm trying to accomplish here is keeping that PM away. Yes, definitely keep that shiz away. Yes. All right, so uh, where are we at, man? Where are we at? I that's think a, that's about, that's about it, gonna... man. I think that's what's growing on, right? It was, it was, it was a good, uh, good weekend. Yeah, very much so. Um, I will do the shout out, transitional shout out yes, to sir. Mammoth P. We use Mammoth P to bring in some dank nugs. Cal will be hanging out in studio next week, I believe. So we're going to have some great content coming. If you guys want to get any Mammoth P questions up over on dudegrows.com, just please be logged in, get your questions up, and uh, we'll get them in Grow Talk. Trying to catch up in that Grow Talk over there. Um, and if you haven't tried it, guys, great product. They gladly ship samples out to hydro stores um, as well as just, I mean, the people that we like, that we network with, whether it's Grow Mouse or other podcasters, et cetera. I haven't heard anybody really talking shit, man, being like, ah, this just doesn't work, you know, giving it the true analytical review and seeing anything from increase in flower size to the fall colors um, with some peats, et cetera. Plus, their hats are dope, dude. (laughs) Big money. Big money. It is. It's, they've they've ran the most successful hat campaign in the uh, in the history the, of hat uh, campaigns. The, the gardening <laughs> business, the indoor gardening business, we'll say. So true. Not in a bad way. Anyway, check them out, guys. Mammoth bee microbes for your phosphorus. So uh, what do we got here? We've got to go into what the DGC is smoking on. Yes, sir. Over on dudegrows.com, dank nugs. Get a thousand nugs if we feature your nug up here. This is SFV, which is San Fernando Valley OG bag seed. Would that be right? Nice, man. This is beautiful looking. Found a seed, and this is from OG Labs. Found a seed in an ounce of SFV OG, so decided to feed my curiosity and germinate it. I use a Vega Matrix line along with Recharge, Sensozyme, and Primezyme. I'm not sure what Primezyme is. I'm assuming that's what he used when he ran out of Sensozyme. It sounds like an <laughs> enzyme. Anyways, as I've noticed that the Vega Matrix grown cannabis seems to stretch out a bit more than if I use different newts. I've had to use lots of stakes and supports to prevent snapping and wilting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that could be for very uh, – wide array reasons if you have one line like creating more stretch because it's all vegan of course it's kyle cushman's line we're talking about sure i don't know what, what the the factor would be there though i mean and, just, uh, just a different you know proportions of np and k right if it was it was higher nitrogen it would make it stretch a little more wouldn't you think i would i always keep the poop in my pot so <laughs> i don't know you know very very whether it's insect poop worm poop bat poop sure. chicken poop now i got some good coop poop yeah and but that's about it. All my poops. 
Anyway, thanks for the picture, man. Beautiful nug. Thousand nugs to you. Um, and use them over on DGC Shop, guys. DudeGirls.com. Hook it up. Deal. Deal. Come on, dude. Make me laugh, man. You know who always makes me laugh, man? There's nowhere, man. <laughs> What's he got in here? He's got memes down to a science. Come on. Looks like Naven Johnson from The Jerk. And it says, uh, Steve Martin says, dropped his one hitter in the rest stop toilet. <laughs> it's just got that look, man. Would you, I mean, if you were so, if you were in the middle of, you know, you had a whole day of driving ahead of you. Nope. No chance you're getting another one hitter. Mm. You got plenty of green, but nothing to smoke out of. You're going to go buy a can of soda and pound it and make a can thing, aren't you? I probably am, man. Probably am. But ask me off the air. I don't think I can be honest with you on the air right now. It's one of those things you got to judge at the time. What does the toilet look like? How clean is the bathroom? What's, <laughs> what what area of the country is the rest stop located in? A lot can't of factors. This, can't this just stay a meme? <laughs> I don't want this to be any part of my reality, sir. All right, we'll move on then. We'll get another <laughs> meme here from. Uh, no, we're just. What are we? Oh no, no, this is different, man. All right, so this this seg- this segment is called "Make Me Laugh." All right, so we were talking a couple days ago. We were, I think, what yesterday's episode. I was like, oh yeah, that. Uh, that North Hollywood shootout and everybody was like, that's not cool, man. You can't say that the shootout is cool. And I was like, man, all right. It's very PC. All right. So I was like, all right, this, because I guess, because people got killed, I guess is why I can't say it. Yes. Cool. All right. Yes, so deal. All right. It. I'll be, I'll be PC enough to not say that people getting killed is cool, but this looks cool. All right. Just play press play on this for me. All right. this is man this is a guy that I'm i found sure. i didn't know what it was in the beginning either but it's from russia and it's a guy trying to drive his car through the airport in russia and for some reason he's not getting shot i would figure he'd be like machine gunned in america he'd be shot in like eight seconds but they well, say, you gotta wait i think technically um and i didn't watch the whole video but right. you it's gotta nine be minutes he's, long. He's, he's <laughs> trying to for the listeners that aren't watching the video show this car is trying to ram into the airport goes back and forth three or four times and yep. finally gets in and drives around uh the first part of the video i didn't see any 
pedestrians in harm's way nor an officer like if a car is trying to hit a person right that's use of a deadly weapon so you got to be careful on your calls there even though here in the here in the states i mean whatever this guy just, would have been shot dead in like eight seconds in these states man but um yeah i mean that is uh that Wait, i don't want to say like, yeah i don't want to say guy because i'm gonna i'm gonna be equal opportunity here that could definitely be a check <laughs> it could it could <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the news, man. The news is unbelievable. Yeah, all right? dude, come on. What are you competing for? Make me laugh here. You're trying <laughs> yeah. to keep me laughing, sir. If you guys, uh, this is just a couple minutes of audio. Um, you should go back if you're listening as a podcast and watch the, the, the section on the video show. This is on CNBC Executive Edge, and here is the update on uh, Corona Beverage Company, the Corona Beer coming into our industry. Check it out. Constellation Brands chasing a new kind of buzz. The Wall Street Journal says the U.S. distributor of Corona, Corona Beer, is taking nearly 10% stake in Canopy Growth. That's a Canadian marijuana company. Constellation is planning to uh, work with the grower to develop and market cannabis-infused beverages. Now, did you hear him in the beginning? He was pretty witty. He's like a new kind of buzz. You kidding me, man? I'm telling you, I have a buddy, the guy that helps me with the uh, song parodies. Eli Braden, his name is. He's Uh he's a professional writer and he writes like one liners for these guys. He probably, you know, he like writes those lines. He's like, hey, I got paid a hundred bucks for that one, man. hundred bucks for that zinger. We're going into this little round table of four people from CNBC discussing this story. And they're definitely, I'm just, I don't know, I'm going to say not prepared. The commentation on this is ridiculous. Here we go. These guys are square, man. They're talking on Corona that's coming in to make cannabis-infused beverages. Uh, The company's CEO said he expects marijuana to be legalized uh, in the United States in coming years. And uh, I I mean, I guess we need to take the leap that, what, someday you, to relax, you, you don't drink a couple of beers you drink like a pot infused uh drink you know my concern with this still is i just pause it for a second you can't like a pot infused a pot infused uh, a drink a drink i mean jesus man this is just bad wow how does this guy talk to his kids about smoking weed man it's got to be a mess I have no idea. He's very uncomfortable. This guy that was speaking, he's probably in his early 50s, mid 50s. But uh, let's play a little more. Every, the, the female newscaster has a, this is Squawk Box, by the way. Yeah. She's thinking about the children. You know, my concern with this still is. Well, yeah. <laughs> under, you can't measure if somebody's under the influence like you it's can a whole, with a breathalyzer. It brings a whole new. Well, you might be able to, but it brings a whole new idea to, right. to DWIs yeah. and driving under the influence. Yeah, it's and, and at a time when we've been cracking about. down both on smoking and on drinking and making sure that people aren't doing uh, driving under the influence to have this on the rise and be seen as like a I, I new hip thing. I knew some kids in a, high school that, that, that tried marijuana. <laughs> <and> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. These people are fucking... I, I knew know. some kids in high school that tried marijuana. Listen to what he says about it here. <laughs> this is just like so old school. They were like the cool kids. That tried marijuana. And I, I bet that pot was not the pot that's out there now. Right. And it's much stronger. But it they weren't sometimes after after using it the most 
motivated <laughs> people <laughs> in the world. I mean, there is sort of a lethargy that can, Which, isn't there? Sort being of behind a, the wheel and having slow reaction times. What about times just in horrific. general about it? Do you have it in the morning before? You, you notice they're still docking, and then the producer just started playing the music. Yeah. He's it's like, hey, like, we got to stop this. Know, 40% of our audience smokes weed, man. You might want to change your tune on that. <laughs> anyway, man, same old broken record shit. You know, this is what the ladies like, oh, it's the, the kids that smoked in school weren't motivated. And the lady's like, but they can't even test for this when they drive. This is going to be bad because Corona's getting into it. What What the okay. hell? Well, let's think about that really quick, man. What the, the guys that run Corona say, we believe that cannabis is going to be legal in the United States and we're buying. So we're starting to invest, seriously invest in cannabis companies. I guess they're 191 million is what they invested in. Just so you guys know, Canopy Growth Corporation in Canada, they yeah. bought 10% of that company for $191 million. So real quick, what I think is important is that because of our stupid laws and cannabis being federally illegal, uh, a Mexican company couldn't invest money in the United States. They had to go to Canada to invest money. We lost out on that money. We lost out on uh, you know, a really good investment, man. I take fucking Corona beer money. Hell yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, so right now I'm thinking I'm, I just cut out, call me. What? (laughs) I just cut out of my head. Dude, grow um, show sponsored by Corona beer. There we go. See, I just, I went straight. uh, My brain just went straight to the money side and I'm like, shit, now maybe I I made, now I should maybe buy some stock in Canopy Growth Corporation. Is that a bad thing? Just because. Isn't that what stock is, man? Is that, aren't you voting with your dollars with stock? You're going, dude, I believe in that company. I think that company is actually a bargain today. And tomorrow, I bet it's going to be worth more because of what they're doing. Exactly you know what their what name was before is. Canopy Growth? Formerly known as Tweed, T.W. Tweed, yeah. Marijuana Inc. <laughs> yeah, man. I love that. You ever smoked a Tweed? I'm going to have to look into that, man. I don't. I, yeah, I mean, it's that's legitimizing. I don't have any problem with whatever Corona Beer Company or whatever it's called. Um, but, uh, and only owning 10% of the, the stakes, but that's a big play, man. That is le- legitimizing in the business sense. Not, we already know this shit's legitimate, but in the business sense for outsiders, for people that are looking in, yep. like, holy shit, look at what this company's doing. If there's money to be made, man, companies are going to find a way to take it. <laughs> Go to our show and, uh, there's a link in the show notes too. Or if you just Google probably CNBC, the squawk. Corona or what? You'll find this story. It's freaking hilarious. Watch these clowns. Jesus, man. Those guys are just just not intelligent people. <laughs> sure are All good looking, though. Take a break here. Enjoy some tunes. And uh, we'll, what do you got? You got any new parodies rocking lately? Or not I mean, otherwise, I'm going to say we'll throw in some more Rastasaurus. Lo- love Rastasaurus, man. We got more than that one song, man. What do we, we got? got? The whole, I got the, the yeah, they got a whole an album, or, album or two of shit. We got, man. All right, let's enjoy, man. Come on, let's laugh at some memes. Let's do it. All right, enjoy, guys. Check them out, dude. Man, I kick Rastasaurus out of Denver, Colorado, and laugh your ass off at some memes. We'll be right back. All right. <laughs> Sometimes it's no good to be wrestling what you can't control. Sometimes it's no good to be questioning everybody's soul. Sometimes it's no good to worry about now what lies 
See, that's a good jam, man. I'm feeling groovy right now. It's feeling groovy. I like it. Growers love. All right. Oh, DGC. There you go. Hashtag DGC Growers Love, man. This is from Glow Trees Glass. All right. Glow Trees Glass out of New Mexico, homie. It's getting some fall. And we're looking at a picture here of a beautiful plant in the sun with purples and yellows. And it goes getting some fall colors on the sour blue headband. Yeah. So Canna A and B and Coco, and this is outdoors. Interesting, the same cut, meaning from the same mother plant in soil, didn't show any color, but plenty of amber. Tra- mm, what the hell would be up a bat? You got one in cocoa, one in soil. I mean, I guess he's, he's probably using different newts. He's not using the canna cocoa A and B in his soil, I assume. I That's really weird, though. Could is it any kind? Does is purple get triggered by any kind of a nutrient deficiency, any kind of a phosphorus deficiency, or anything like that? Guru, you have any idea? It's generally in the stems, purpling is that, yeah, is an indicative of phosphorus deficiency. Of, yeah. hmm, interesting. Indicative, of indicative, indicative. Yes. Um, but man, great picture, guys. Hashtag he did hashtag DGC a garden there, or hashtag DGC. See, I don't know about all these hash browns, man. Come to on. say hashtag dude grow show. You got to right? step up to 2017, man. It's what the kids are doing these days, dude. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. That's your sound bite right there. All right. Dude's What's side. going on here with Yagro 215? Harvest time. We're looking at a pair of scissors, a glass, three pairs of scissors, some nitrile exam gloves, and oh, yeah, I, I didn't notice the pitcher's toggle. Are they all the same? No, it's the same stuff. Um, I'm assuming he's doing the soak. I thought this was interesting so we could see people's methods. When you're getting ready to trim, this is about everything I have. I got my uh, the the hand I'm holding the bud with. I use a glove, you know, a, a glove on that hand, and then right. I don't on the other hand. Right. And then um, I have a shit ton, like 10,000 alcohol little tear open wipes. Some people like <clears throat> alcohol works great. 
This method, though, where you rotate scissors yep. through a cup of alcohol, it's probably better because you can use that over and over and over and over again, Kate. Yeah, that's. I take like a water glass, and then I'll just. The only problem with this is you kind of sacrifice the scissor scrapings. Uh, scissor scrapings are some of the best hash. I don't. Know, I don't know why it was a little, little heat and pressure. That is a good point, man. I do like that. Is really good fresh. Some of the freshest taste and stuff when you got your. You know, we're talking about the resin and all that goodness that comes up on your scissors as you clean them with a razor. Yeah, yeah. So you can either clean them with a razor, scrape them with a razor blade, or if you just want to make it really simple, if you don't care about that, the scissor hash, you know, you just take a water glass. That's exactly what y'all grow showing here and just uh, keep on rotating. I keep like two. He's got three scissors here. You're using one. You got two in the glass um, and then it just makes it so you can just take a paper towel or geez, if you're really being slack, I'll swipe it on my jeans and, <laughs> and, uh, but you can just very quickly get the, get the uh, scissors clean. And uh, another thing is a screwdriver. What happens is after repeatedly using those scissors for hours at a time, they start loosening up a little bit. So, um, they don't last forever, but you can tighten the screw up on them. It's a little Phillips head screwdriver, just to screw up on them a tiny bit. And, uh, yeah, get, get another eight or 10 hours use out of each scissor. Another, another little grow hack. Trimming grow hacks right on. Let's go to uh grow store check in here. Yeah, so man. who yeah. do you have now? More Michigan, man. Always being hanging in Michigan. What's up? Oh, they're legit there, man. We're going to have to go back and hang with those guys, man. They definitely... They're growing a lot of good dank in Michigan, man. Northern Lights HGS in Madison Heights, Michigan. What's HGS? Home Grow Supply? I don't know. That's a good good question there, man. That's a good question. I'll have to ask them. Let's get them on the show, man. We'll remind people then to tell, if you're in Colorado, man, don't forget the new store kicking it. Cult, not a new store. New account with Recharge Cultivate because they got a lot of growers over there. That's actually Moby Dill shop, Cultivate. Cultivate Colorado, a couple stores out here. Just picked up some Recharge, so go over there as well, Colorado grower. Love it. Uh, We got to grow talk, man. Let's get into it here and uh, hit it up, man. Thanks, guys. Grow talk goes up over at dudegrows.com. Be logged in. And uh, just create your grower questions. We're catching up on them. Sorry we got behind when we do a trip like Portland and stuff sometimes. Um, we don't, you know, we're a few, like, can get a few days behind. But everybody over in the crew is helping out. There's a lot of comments. I love the active community. So. Oh, it's amazing. Let's, yeah, come up on something like, tw- I think one of them's in here with 12 comments. Here we go. The first one actually has 12 comments. And it's called, anyone use UVB by Yo-Yo B? Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Well, UVB, now what, I don't know, UV, like, UV or right. UVB, what's the difference For, there? Further down the alphabet you go, the more dangerous it gets. Guru is just explaining this to me. Or the so. shorter the wavelength of the light, and therefore the more energetic it is. So A, what's, relatively safe. What is UVA, Guru? Just so we can start and get, have, well, have a little knowledge base. Are we talking right? nanometer ranges? It's no, like, no, just like what can we, what can we in real life, what can we familiarize ourselves with it? Um, I mean, UVA is just going to be in like sunlight and okay. most stuff. It's not really used for anything, and it's not really that dangerous. UV, it, UVA is close to blue, right? It's just yeah. on the other side yeah, of it's blue, just, right? just on the other side of 400 Yeah, nanometers. but wait, what is it when we say just UV, when you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my flowers You're talking about all, all three of them. At the same, or well, no, for for what we're talking about here, UVB would be the one you would talk about using on your plants. That's what, like, uh, tanning a sun tanning salon. Yeah, that's what use. gives us a sunburn, right? Yeah, is the UVB will give you a sunburn. Ooh, UVB for burn. Um, it'll do the same, almost same effect with plants to an extent. Where after that, it's just going to be damaging to them. Um, and then UVC, UVC pretty much for cancer, basically, is the part of the UV spectrum that uh, can mutate and cause cancer. 
Okay. Interesting. What about the one I can tan under the ones I tan on? Will those be good for my plants? If you ever want to convert, you know, tanning salon, like if you're not doing good business and create one of those beds into like a grow up, uh, you're going to end up giving them way too much so and it's just going to burn them up. Yeah. So hang on that real simple question. Do plants use UVB? Uh, in like a secondary fashion they do, or it triggers something in their, just ha- how they sense their environment to want to change their, how they're going to grow. Okay. Cause somebody, people- they, they, they don't use it, it. They don't use it to photosynthesize or anything like that. It's just a secondary effect. It'll make cell walls thicken, um, in the leaves and just some other secondary effects on the plant. Hmm. I don't know if I really need thick saw walls. What I'm trying to do is really get them trichomes to uh, to stack up, man. Right. Well, let me read his question here. He's got, see, what up, DTC and the boys? I briefly read on a forum that people were using UVB bulbs to flower or in flower to pack on some extra frostiness. Does anyone else do this or have legitimate resources they can link me? I was curious about the science behind it and how UV works with cannabis. I mean, when I, we did just see, or I just saw out at um, Herbal Cure when the Moby Dill changed out those two um, double-ended bulbs to 10K finishers, and he was saying to get some more UV. I've also heard the Power Veg um, that has UV. It's a T5 fluorescent light from Hortolux that some growers were like mixing those in their flower rooms to get UV. So there's definitely a belief there that you're going to get, like, what are you trying to achieve? A little bit more resin production, a little bit more sunscreen, maybe, as I call it. Yeah, that's that's what they're saying. You know, ex- exactly what Yo-Yo B is saying. Uh, you know, people are saying it stacks on trichomes or whatever. I don't know. Is that that might be myth. We got I mean, the LED no, guru no, it, here, man. It, it definitely can. Um, like, think about that's why LECs, people think LECs right. stack on way more resin. Sure. And that's attributed to the, the, well, the one, the spectrum problem, and then the UV that's in there, too. Hmm. So I mean, because no. it's it's not a it's not a primary part of photosynthesis. It makes secondary metabolites, and it opens up. If it's not there, the plant's not going to make those secondary metabolites. If it's present, it could, depending on genetics, it could make it. And aren't aren't uh, resin glands and and trichomes secondary metabolites? Yes, they are. Yeah, that's I what I was thinking. That's where they're generally made at too. Yeah. I presume that's like when I would used to go to when I was using HID lighting, I'd go finish with a Hortolux Blue, which is a total like that's a veg bulb, but it's a full spectrum bulb, I guess. But I'm presuming that has more or the very simple method of like I also used to do. I'm just going to go to a melahalide. Sure. You know, the last I did see on uh, two identical cuts, the one plant that I did that. And this is the reason why I say, no, it works. The one plant that was under the halide to finish, I was cleaning my scissors a lot more like trimming. I'm like, that one's way stickier, dude. And the other one finished under an HPS. So the difference is that all those, the blue and everything like that, that's a shorter spectrum. So um, UVB is a short, is a shorter spectrum. So you're kind of going to to that side of the spectrum, you know, of, of short, shorter lengths right wouldn't that make sense yeah blue, blue is shorter right yes okay so i mean it, yeah you don't think that could change the bud structure or, i don't say the bud structure but the uh i mean not not in the last it's not going to change anything in the last week it's just to it's finishing it right yeah this is what he's talking about yeah i'm just trying to stack trichomes on that's all i'm trying to do trikes will, on trikes will, will this help yes yes it'll help hmm to, can you have too much yes you can have way too you can have too much pretty easy too, especially if they're not conditioned to it at all or hardened off to it. Hmm. So yeah, what do you so think? Be careful. Then they'll be blasting. So what, what would you guys do? 
for, for this I would guy. do what I'm talking about. I mean, the 10K finishing bulbs, mm-hmm. I mean, that's something that I think people, if you already have the fixtures for them, should try. I'm an LED grower, so I ain't changing shit. I like my specs from start to finish with what I'm using. Right. But the uh, that's what I would say. Try it. Why not try out one of your finishing bulbs? It's going to last you forever. I mean, you're only using it for 10, a couple weeks at a time, sure. 10 days at a time. So take care of it, et cetera. It should last you quite a long time. I don't think those things do. Do they degrade too much if they're not being, no, if they're not being, if they're not lit, stored properly, you should be good to go. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. Other than that, other sources of UV light. I mean, I mentioned the Power of Edge from Hortolux. That has UV. Um, I'm sure there are some different, what, LEDs don't have any UV, any LEDs? No, the, the only, or, or I mean, the, people will claim that they have it, but they'll only just barely touch part of UVA. The real UV LEDs are only used. They're extremely expensive. They're using like medical equipment. Um, so no, LED wise, no. They have the fluorescent tubes that put off a ton of UV that you can buy. Pretty cheap too. Interesting. There's I just searched UV grow lights in one of our high times. Grow hack: How to use a UV lamp to increase THC. But anyway, check it out. There's definitely something there there for it. And they they go into some different lamps here. Um, which is taking it to an interesting site. Anyway, we'll do some more research on it um, and uh, give some alternatives to stuff, things you can use Deal. for people that aren't doing the conventional HID lighting. All right, so what do we got here? Oh, that's the video of the person in Russia driving a car all over. Love it. Man. <laughs> Never get tired of that one, man. Um, another Grow Talk question nodes. And while I am narrating, please feel free to scroll down and show these pictures. They're very interesting. This is from NP Kyle, and it goes, no, no nodes, question mark, K-N-O-W, like knowing, no nodes. Hey, crew, who knows nodes? Very crafty. Um, so I'm having some very weird issues in veg. I can't quite wrap my head around. I'm seeing some distorted nodes, and to be I don't know if this is the right terminology. Tell me, Guru. Nodes, as he's referring to them, it's the start. Uh, first, you'll see like some le- little leaves coming out of an area on the stem, and then it's uh, going to be a stem. It's like the start of a new branch, sure. kind of. No. Yeah, it's a second. It's just a secondary branch. Okay, he goes. I'm seeing some distorted nodes forming on one of my strains. As they start to develop, they start to grow sideways, and after a while, they just end up like they have been bent or twisted. And these should always typically naturally be growing up. Um, it goes, I have one strain in particular that is susceptible to this confidential cheese, but I've seen it in a couple of other strains, but very infrequently. Um, right now, though, it's badly affecting the confidential cheese, and it seems to get worse every time I run it. Any insight from the crew is greatly appreciated. I would love to know what I might be able to remedy this. Grover's love. I'd kill it, man. I, you know, I mean, I don't know right off the bat what it is. So what do you do, man? You start going down your checklist. It looks like environmental stress. Yeah. Is your environment in order? Go check, get your, your, get your scope out. Do you have any bugs at all? That's what Maestro said. And MP Kyle goes, I can confidently say it's not the environment. Looks like I may have to run some trials to see if it's nutritional related. He goes, I've seen growth like this when I, when I overuse kelp, but these are not getting much kelp nowadays. And if it was kelp, I would see it on my other strains. So, yeah, he's saying his environment's dialed. Huh. It's really weird looking, guys. It's just a plant like growing like the, the new stem coming out, growing the wrong way. Yes, right. Yeah, it does. I mean, you know what? Kelp does have, you know, hormones in it that just have to be used in very, very small doses. Uh, we all know what a little overdose of hormones, of the wrong hormones can do, man. So, might be something. Well, and he goes. He hasn't been I, using I sh- much, though, huh? 
he, he says he always ends up clipping the distorted nodes, cutting them off. That's like me. Eventually something just is annoying me and the rest of the plant looks good. I just cut it off. And he goes, but sometimes it can compromise a consistent structure. Sure. But luckily they always produce beautiful flowers with no signs of distortion. So, I mean, is it really a problem? I don't know. Hmm. It could be if he if he's always getting it and it seems to get worse from the same donor plant. Right. Could there be some type of whatever? I guess you'd say genetic mutation or some stress that's stuck in that donor plant or mother plant for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's just always going to carry along every time. Mm. I mean, I would say if it's not bothering you that much, other than the way it looks, and you, you in in the end, you say they always produce beautiful flowers. Well, that's the thing. If it's developing big buds, then it's obviously working itself out. I mean, it's not going to just accidentally build, you know, build bud structure. Yeah. So, I mean, unless you want to move on or you don't need to keep the strain, then just keep it and 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 keep your good good uh, idea to keep a grow journal unless you have a really good memory. Because sometimes things like this that are tricky that you can't point a finger at, that's when it's nice to go back through a grow, spend an evening with your grow journal, doing a read and uh, being like, hmm, now I'm, I'm seeing a trend now that I'm looking at the data. You know, you got to analyze the data. So deal, man. What about your grow journal, Scatty? How many yes. pages is it? I'm just about to spend an evening with it tonight, man. So I'll let you know. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I'm a shout out to New Millennium Nutrients. So what's up? Jeremy's hanging, walking the show. New Mill uh, crew there checking things out. What's what? Um, Colorado made nutrient, I'm going to say. I believe I can say that. And, uh, just a great company, great uh service with their nutrients as well as the flagship like i'll give it to decision in frost but try the frost guys try the frost it'll go with any line it's what you use when you're going to go to flush um you water in frost two times three times only with your i mean with your salute your water no newts and really does it has noticeable results with bringing on the trikes man no bs so um I will tell you to go over and their site is up and kicking new feed charts, all that jazz, newmillennium.com. And I believe I'm there. That's where I'm supposed to say. Yes, it is misspelled. Isn't that what Jaron always says? <laughs> millennium, yell new millennium nutrients into your phone, man. That's what I God, I'm starting says. to do that too. I'm starting. Is that your main way to navigate on your phone? A oh, lot? Hell, yeah. hell yeah. All right. You just use the okay. Google. Okay. Google. Take me to fat burger. Okay, word. I'm going to start. Good I did burger. that the other day and I was kind of amazed. I forgot what I asked it. I asked it something. Not cool. Like a My bit. phone's trying to navigate I'm the sure. Fat Burger now. I'm sure Thanks. it is. Is there a place called Fat Burger? <laughs> no, because I can't find it. I was thinking of Good Burger, man. Welcome to it's, Good Burger. Uh, man, take it's get, your order. It's getting pretty amazing. All right, Real. so we have an interesting situation here. One-handed trimming by Asmos Gross. It goes, hey, DGC, I hope everyone is great. I've had an odd situation and need feedback on the trim. This isn't my first rodeo. I get trimming. The issue is mid-grow, I mangled my primary hand and now have harvested and cannot trim. I saw a guy trimming with a Home Depot bucket on YouTube and wanted feedback. Has anyone tried this? He has a video link here to some dude that just put flour that has the leaves on it and it's totally dry. It's the same idea as a tumble trimmer. If we, you guys have seen those, right? Put it, put it in a five-gallon bucket, and then just like shook it around for a while, and like it broke off. The flowers hitting flowers broke off a lot of the uh, trichomes. The, the, <laughs> yeah, and the fan leaves. Right. He goes, how'd how'd it turn out? Any quality issues? Trikes on trikes on trikes. Damage <laughs> above what is normal using just scissors. It looks too good to be true. So yeah, man, I wouldn't. I'd say that. Uh, sorry too good about to be your true. hand getting mangled. 
but I wouldn't be throwing my weed and just shaking it around in a bucket. So, Agreed. man, they've had got, a bunch of different, let's go over the different kind of trimmers that we've seen through the years, man. And what's, and what's available and what's not super expensive. I mean, they've got those like six and $10,000 big giant automatic trimmers. Right. So what do they call those again? I'm trying to think of what the, what the twisters and things like that. Twister, Trim Pro is a brand. There's a yeah. bit out there. So we're probably not going to be able to, you know, some, somebody who's a small personal guy isn't going to be able to get one of those, I would think, right? And but, some of these tumble trimmers also. Tumble trimmer, it rotates with the wheel and it's got like this, I don't know, mesh. And it's the, I don't know, it's amazing that it works. I've seen a couple on the floor at Way to Grow. I'm like, why do you guys have these here? What the hell is this crap? Right. And like, I don't know, man. A couple cats grab them. Right. So, But that's not, I haven't seen it with the five-gallon uh uh, bucket back. Why don't we try to help this guy out? Do you have any suggestions? Oh, he's kind of screwed. Like he's, he's not well, going mean, to go get a, uh, what's that? What is the speedy trimmer? The $800 speedy trimmer. You know what I'm talking about there? It's like electric scissors. Kind of might be able to use those with the, uh, I mean, is it easy trim or speedy trim? I'm trying to remember oh, what it is. Oh, like the aardvark or something. Yep. It's something, something like that, but it's basically just like, it takes the, it automates, it has a motor that automates the, the scissor motion. So all you really have to do is hold them. You know, it's almost like yeah, I don't have shears. it in front of me. I've used this before. Um, I think I, this was one that actually hooked up to a vacuum. Nice. And you had to keep re-oiling it. And at the time, it was like a down-low thing you could rent from the guy at the grocery store. And it worked pretty cool. So you hold it in the hand. You could hold it one-handed, and you got to run it up and down the flower, right? Right. And the vacuum helps pull the fan leaves and material into it. You don't want to get too close. Because, you know, you could start messing up the flower, but that might be a decent option unless your hand's getting obviously closer to being, um, you know, you could you could store. I've stored uh, cannabis in turkey bags with everything on it, the fan leaves and everything. And my only thought was, oh, man, I wonder if I leave those fan leaves on there in the turkey bag, it's going to mess with the uh you know, the, the, the smell. Sure. Or, I would just defan it. You can defan it one handed, defan it and then store it until you're actually able to trim it. Cause you're going to have issues with quality and stuff. If you go with one of the, especially if you go with one of these cheaper uh, electric trimmers. Yeah. So you're saying just defan it, store it until you're ready for your final trim. Yep. Which is totally fine. If you're in, you know, decent air kite, you can even just leave it. No problem. Leaving it right on the stem, just cut it down into manageable pieces so you can put it in a turkey bag or whatever. Now for defanning um, it, there's awesome solutions. I used to have this big red shredder. It was called, I think it was called the big red shredder. I'm going back like three lifetimes ago, man. But, uh, it was this thing and it would just rip the fan leaves off. It was more like a big giant drill bit that had really t- you know, low clearances with like, a, I basically had an aluminum deck with a drill bit that was spinning. That was exposed and you would run the plant over it and it would kind of just grab the um, grab the fan leaves and just twist them off, just rip them off. And it really did a good job for just removing the fan leaves. I wouldn't use it for a finished trim, but for removing the fan leaves, it was extremely efficient for knocking a 20 letter down real quick and getting everything hung up. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I just, just confirm uh, for this one, that one was, uh, was called the aardvark at one time and there's also one called the wander trimmer these are the handhelds i was mentioning that attach to a vacuum so potentially no affiliation with the show guys somebody over on youtube was busting balls anyway uh, yeah, just google it the big red shredder that does remind me of the early 2000s sir <laughs> but that, that was a really efficient way to get fan leaves off that's for sure all right well let's see we have one more one more girl talk here Proper, proper storage. Yes, sir. By Keep Smoking 575. 
is what's up, dude, Scotty and Guru, the rest of the DGC. I'm just finishing up my first greenhouse harvest and now have a very good problem. <laughs> I have too much weed. This harvest is way more than I'm used to usually. I grow indoors. How does everyone store their nugs? Right now I have everything in turkey bags inside of these big black containers. I have about three of these containers full. I'm wanting to keep this bud somewhat fresh all year long. Is it okay to leave in turkey bags or should I start moving everything into glass jars? Not sure how I would do that or how that would uh, cost a bit considering how much <laughs> there is. Sure. <laughs> what about adding Bobita packs to the bags? Let me know what you guys think. Might just say, fuck it, and get me a rosin press because I'm getting tired of trimming. Been going on what feels like a month straight of trimming after work. I know yeah, that what does you get mean, annoying. Man. I do know what you mean. But if you start running it through a nug press, brother, you're going to be like, I need to get a whole plant machine. I have been pressing nugs for what feels like a couple months now. I was talking to somebody at the, uh, at, at the yeah, expo and they were saying something about, you know, on the bigger machines, you should be able to do about a pound an hour. If you got somebody shoving, you know, like stuff in the bags and then you're squeezing. So like two people doing it, they said you should be able to get about a pound an hour. Which I was like, ah, it's not so bad. Um, oh, process a pound an hour. Yeah. Man, you got to be, tr I don't know. They were saying two people, though. One person stuff in the bag, the other person's squishing. It's getting through an ounce every, like, three minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> I use the math, turkey man. bags. We keep them around. Um, I don't have any issues with the turkey bags, even for extended storage. Oh, lo long term, they have, uh, like, microscopic pores in them, and it will equalize out with the... Uh, All right, now, did you come up with that? Or because that's also in the no, comments. No, I read that in the comments this time. <laughs> We got a quote, man. People are going to be like, All but right, I mean, he's right. And I didn't know that already, but you did. I didn't know that actually. So go ahead and explain that. There are micro pores yeah, or something in turkey bags. For, yeah. For cooking, it's used so that it it doesn't just like explode oil in there yeah, or explode. <laughs> um, But those micro pores are probably going to stay closed unless they reach a certain temperature or some or pressure. Anyway, I haven't, I haven't had, I'm going to shout out to Joe Bob. He's got it right. I don't know if Scotty still got them over in the shop. The gold bags that we had over DGC shop um, work great. Uh, they, they're light proof. They're durable. You can use them over and over and over. These are gold foil bags. The biggest size holds like a pound um, depending on your nug density. And, uh, those work awesome. And then as far as Bovita packs, I'm gonna give it up to Nodnar because I've heard this discussion he goes, he says, I notice a decrease in terpenes when storing anything with Bovita for a long period of time. I don't use them for more than 72 hours due to the terpene loss. It seems like a lighter water soluble terpenes are gassing off when Bovita is drawing in moisture in the lower relative humidity. So I've definitely heard to be wary of terpene loss with those packs and not, not to use them at all, but use them right and don't have them in there too long. Right, right. Um, so, you know, those would be your options. The big glass jars can be a pain in the ass. It can be cumbersome. They don't stack well. Um, they're heavy. <clears throat> they break. I've broken one, one that from, uh, freaking, I was walking out of linens and things or bed, bath and beyond or whatever it is. And I had broke one actually getting into my car. I'm like, God, thank God that just didn't like cut part of my foot off. Cause they're, you know, this was the jars that would hold sure. like a pound. Sure. So I'm more a fan of bags than jars. Yeah. The turkey bags are a good solution. I think. You just got to keep burping them. If you're going to be curing, then you got to keep some moisture in, in the cannabis and be continually burping it. And the idea behind curing is letting that last little bit of moisture out of uh, the cannabis really slowly, you know, without letting it mildew. So uh, just consider that. 
A hundred percent. Yes. hundred percent. Yes, sir. Consider that. I don't like that hundred percent. You know, they got a brand. It's called like 110% actually, I think. That is so cool, man. You should always. It is not. It got popular. Dude. Yeah. And I got forced into having to buy some gloves because I like the gloves. I'm like, why the hell does it have to say 110% on it? You know, it's not even possible. Anyway. <laughs> I'm glad that pisses you off, man. I'm glad, man. Got With that, up. let's get ready to put it in the bag, Come dude. On. I'm down. And, uh, yeah, we'll be hanging out, guys. Hope you're having a good week. Stay higher. You know, don't be quitting smoking weed like Joe Rogan. He's a quitter. And uh, <laughs> let's get ready to do some shout outs. Man. I'm all for moderation. I think it's cool to the, you know, that he that he checked it out. Joe Rogan's a lot different than you and me, man. You know, you are not for moderation. Yes. Depend. I mean, if it's cannabis, you are not for moderation. I agree, say. sir. I agree. All right. What's up? The 801 Godfather in Agromo. Yeah, how about Purple Maze and Andre 0127. Nope, I'm going with Andre Ol 27. Thank oh, well. you, sir. Thank you. I knew I did. Green Goddess and Mama B. Yeah, Indica Doggo and what up, though? Peggy Raph and Nikki's Cliffy. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they're, they're messing with us. Frozen Lava and Neuro Rocky. Chettle, how you doing there, Chettle? Eat Cliff. Yeah, What's, oh, forget. I forgot Chronic Customs, man. Yeah, chronic can't forget Chronic Customs. Come on now. <laughs> All right. Word. All right, guys. Take it easy and stay higher. Take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah. Just look at how he's been